0: Hey everybody, it's Sathya Sam here and welcome to the New Man Podcast. Thank you so much for listening today. I am beyond excited to share this interview with you uh, with um, Stuart Harrison. This is who I'm interviewing. He is a Deep Clean graduate and he is the first graduate to join the Deep Clean team. So he does coaching, uh, he helps other guys get free of porn, which uh, for a lot of the people in our program is one of their dreams. You know, they wanna get free, um, usually it's, it's, relationship related. They want to mend their marriage or they want to get married one day or, um, that kind of thing, but almost always in the mix is wanting to help other people and become a leader in their community at work or whatever it might be. And sometimes it's specifically wanting to help other people get free as well. And that was the case for Stuart, which he shares about in pretty good detail here. And, um, man, I'm just like, so proud of, so proud of him for uh, everything he he's done, um, in his own life. And now he's making a big difference in the lives of our Deep Clean community. So I know you're gonna be blessed by this interview. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else I need to tell you, but I'm, I'm pretty sure that's the gist of it. So uh, this is Stuart Harrison. He's on the Deep Clean team. And I uh, hope you enjoy the interview. I'm gonna cue that music and we'll get right in. Welcome to The New Man Podcast, a show for brave men to experience freedom in their faith sexuality, and relationships. The goal? To provide practical tools and timeless principles that help you become the man you were made to be. And now, your host, Sathya Sam. Great. Well, I am here with Stuart Harrison. And um, Stuart, it is such a pleasure to have you, man. Thanks for being here. It's good to be here. Stuart, you are one of, um, well, you're, you were the first person to go through Deep Clean, to stick around for a little bit, and then eventually join the team here, and um, I, I think your story is probably the story I've shared the most. It is just always remarkable to think about what God has done in your life, and, and just, um, yeah, there's just, there's so many details about it that I love, so I'm, I'm super excited to get into all of it, man. But uh, for those who don't know you, which is probably going to be most of the people that are watching or listening to this, uh, tell us just a little bit about who you are. And I'm sure people, maybe they picked up an accent there. Uh, So tell us where you're from as well. Yeah.
1: um, So, yeah, I'm Stuart. I am from England, but actually living in Romania. I've been living in Romania for over 10 years. Um, Yeah. Wow, it's
0: been that long. I didn't know that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 13, I think, actually.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: yeah, I'm qualified as a primary school teacher, and I've done primary school teaching for many years. But kind of transitioned over the past few years much more into into church
0: ministry. Amazing, man! So exciting, and that's a huge part of, of your story that we're going to unpack today. Um, but uh, but yeah, and I I don't know are there are there lots of Brits in in Romania? Is that a thing? Uh, quite a lot, actually.
1: Yeah, I don't okay. know the exact number, but. Um, a recent research we were doing as a church, as an international church that I'm part of, there are thirty thousand expats um, living in the city. Oh, um, wow! So a huge number of people who recognize that they're using English as their primary language, living living here in Romania.
0: Yeah, so that's really huge, good. Yeah. Okay, cool. Really cool, man. Um, so I, I guess maybe where we'll start is just the the struggle and the journey with pornography. Um, when you came out to, or when you joined Deep Clean, when you reached out to me, uh, it wasn't like this was a new issue. This was something that had been around for a while. So, uh, just tell us the extent of it. What was your situation like uh, before you joined Deep Clean?
1: Yeah, um, yeah, it'd been a, I guess, a gradual progress it, downward spiral. I guess over twenty years, really, um, from my teens um progressively kind of getting worse and it got to the point really where um it was consuming all my thoughts consuming the use of my time um yeah and just really having a negative impact on my self-esteem on my my confidence in every area of life and yeah it was just it was just so controlling but felt like something that i had no control over (laughs) at the time
0: yeah and and it's a really debilitating place to be, isn't it? when you yeah. you feel like you're kind of you're stuck in this thing and and you can't get out um, it's, yeah it's really uh, it's it's quite powerless. One of the words that I, I still remember from from that call that we had was uh, hypocrisy. and you had talked about feeling like a hypocrite. Why did you feel like a hypocrite?
1: Yeah, um, I mean, I'm a Christian, and I think I, even at the time I was involved quite a lot in my church, um, helping with the worship team and other things. And yeah, you just feel like this is something that's kind of hidden away from anybody. You can't, you don't know how to open up and share it and get the help. Um, and yet, yeah, it just felt like something had to be constantly hidden away and yeah you're aware that you're stepping forward doing things up front leading people and yeah it's that's a, a challenge when you know you're struggling to kind of lead and control and direct yourself um and I guess as well just even thinking of like yeah this, there was so much in the bible that I knew to be true but it was kind of known with my head but not with my experience because I was trapped in pornography, and yeah, just this kind of shame that I couldn't shift. And yeah, I know the scripture says like there's a way out of <laughs> temptation and there's no shame. And it was like it's like I knew that in my head from the scriptures, but I couldn't find that to really be true in my heart. And that was difficult when you're trying to encourage other people. like um, yeah. we have victory over sin, etc. And <laughs> I didn't have it for myself. So
0: yeah, it's really well explained and and um I think an experience that a lot of people can relate with, like whether or not you're in a, a leadership capacity at church or not, even just simply attending church immediately creates this weird paradox where you're like, I'm struggling. I, I'm i getting the truth fed to me every single week. And yet uh, something in my personal life is not lining up. That can be a really frustrating place to be. Um, Stuart, two, two other questions just about your situation uh, prior to Deep Clean what had you done to to get free you know what what had you tried prior to that and uh you you've aged very well so i I think it's important that you maybe share you don't have to share specific numbers if you're not comfortable but at least how how long had you been struggling with pornography
1: yeah okay so yeah i'm in my late 30s now um and yeah i think from I don't know exactly when pornography really started um but certainly from around age 13 struggling with masturbation and later in life as internet became more available it kind of developed and kind of moved forward into watching pornography as well yeah um, so it yeah been, it
0: had been 20 plus years right yeah 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 yeah
1: and yeah things i'd done um It was somewhat limited. I used um, a filtering software and had an accountability partner connected with that on the internet. Um, But the reality is, if you want to, you can find ways around that. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So it wasn't really being that effective. Um, I had at different points um, shared with some key people in my life, but had kind of felt, I felt like a level of support from them. It's like they understood and they... They wanted to be there, but I didn't really know what I needed them to do, and they didn't know what they needed to do to help me. And so yeah. it, it was a big step to share, but it never really felt like it went anywhere in terms of helping me move forward and find freedom.
0: Okay. So what what made you uh, reach out in the first place? Like, what made you say, I need to talk to Sathya? I mean, you and I didn't really know each other before. Um, I think you had heard of me through some mutual friends, but... Yeah. Um, you know, it, that's a pretty big step, I would say, to go from trying a couple things to actually reaching out to somebody directly that way, let alone someone you don't know super well. What what happened there? What what led you to that point?
1: Yeah, I think a lot of it was connected with just the, the level of involvement I was able to have in my local church at the time. And yeah, just that, like we said earlier, that hypocrisy and like, I want to move forward in this, in these opportunities, but I also... Don't feel like I can. Yeah. And I like this is just a repeating cycle of um struggling, doing okay, doing okay for a short season and then just falling back. And it's like, ah yeah, like it just got to a point where I've got to go for it completely or not not or just give up altogether.
0: <laughs> yeah. And
1: then both both were options that kind of crossed your mind at the time. There's this <laughs> like, why, why even bother? Why, why not just keep it a secret thing and just learn to deal with it? But there's that point where you just know, I need to get it sorted. I need to get it sorted.
0: Yeah, that's really powerful. And I, I think one thing you said there that's quite important is that you you actually had something in mind, like um, you had something kind of driving you to it, which was that you wanted to help other people. You already had you know some yeah. leadership involvement at your church and you wanted to see that grow more. And you knew that if that was going to happen, um, this yeah. thing had to get dealt with, like you were not going to do this with a, a secret sin behind closed doors so uh, i deeply respect you for that and I, I just think it's amazing the way you handled it i do apologize there's a little fly flying around <laughs> here uh for those of you who are watching that's what that is i'm not sure what that looks like on camera but um tell us then uh what uh what was deep clean like uh for you you know once you kind of got into it um it's it's different for everybody you know some people i think it's uh it's shocking at first to just to see like there's other guys who are struggling Uh, For some people, um, one of the guys I've interviewed recently just talked about how he got really upset with me. You know, he was like, who does this Sathia guy think he is telling me how to live my life? He knows better than me. He Mm -hmm. thinks he's got it all figured out while I'm struggling here and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, Just tell us a little bit. What was it it like going through, uh, and you don't have to specifically talk about deep clean, but, you know, just to engage in a a program, what what was that like? Yeah, I mean,
1: just the very nature of it felt a lot better than any kind of, things I'd had access to in reaching out before like I said I reached out to a few pastors in different seasons in my life where I'd lived in different places or a couple of friends and yeah just with the program having somebody yourself who's been there and done that was already a step beyond what I'd experienced or at least what those people were willing to share with me whether they'd struggled I don't know but um, just being able to relate have someone who could relate to where I'd been and also relate to where I'm wanting to get to. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was a huge. Um, just, just that in itself was huge. But then, yeah, just the chance to go through the content and all the aspects that, that come up in the course. There's a lot of kind of science and um, things behind it that are really helpful to know. To kind of understand just how your body works and, and how mm-hmm. your mind works, et cetera. That's useful. But then all the different tools and things that are taught to put in place were just... Some of them were somewhat things that I was doing already, but just to kind of approach them from a different perspective and just the whole package working together was
0: very helpful. Yeah, really cool. What were some of the things that you were doing already? Um, I'd already been doing
1: journaling, um, but in a different format, I guess. Um, and yeah, I think in, in the course, there's a large emphasis on journaling, full stop. But also yeah. within journaling, an emphasis on really expressing how are you feeling, um, which my journaling before had more just been kind of listening to what I felt God was saying and not so much me having the space to express how I was feeling as well. And so I think that was a helpful aspect of journaling, like a switch of direction and focus in journaling that has been really helpful. Yeah. And yeah, just just being able to learn how to not necessarily I mean, to express my feelings and emotions has grown, but to even understand them before you can express them properly. Um, and that was really important.
0: Yeah, really well said, really well said. So um, when you look back on the course, what would you say, other than what you've shared, is there anything else that has really stood out? And it's been it's been uh, maybe two years almost, maybe not quite, um, but just under two years, I think since you did the program, uh, what are some of the things that have, stood the test of time for you and your recovery journey?
1: Yeah, I think journaling is a huge one. Um, again, like I'll do journaling in slightly different ways depending on on the day and, and what's going on. But definitely that that act of expressing my, how I'm feeling and I like working out how I'm feeling um, has been really important, especially in seasons where things are just tough in life. Um, there's a lot going on, just having that space to kind of start processing that I'm in a healthy way has been really good in an ongoing capacity Um, and I think one of the things I learned while I was specifically doing the course yeah nearly two years ago um, in trying to work out what's happening with my emotions is I actually came to realize to not completely but to a larger extent than I thought we actually have choice about our emotions and so we can actually like yeah, I would, I would often journal in the morning, sometimes in the evening as well. I found different times of day could actually have their own benefit. Um, mm. Processing things at the end of a tough day was very helpful, but also just kind of getting your mind in focus before a day um, at the beginning of the day was helpful. And there especially, it's like, how am I feeling today? I don't really know, but I'm actually going to choose to feel <laughs> optimistic or hopeful or confident. And, and to, to a large extent. You can't always control that, but you can have a, quite a strong influence just by the choices that you make about how your emotions are going to be or how even negative emotions, you're going to allow them to affect you. And so yeah. I think that was what I really found helpful. And, and again, is still really useful today.
0: Yeah, that's really powerful. And it's it's not like it's not saying, oh, I'm just going to be happy instead. Yeah. It, it's not like you can switch your emotions like that. But it's, yeah. it's more just asking like, oh, well, what's another way to look at this situation? Like, or is there is there something I've missed here? Like maybe there's a silver lining to this or whatever it may be. And if I recall, I know this was quite impactful for you on your overall mental health as well, just in general, Stuart. Is that, would that be a fair summation there? Like it, you notice it's starting to impact just other parts of your mental health apart from yeah. pornography. Does that be correct?
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, mental health is something I have struggled with and still do. Um, especially through the winter season Um, and yeah just being able to recognize process emotions make choices that help to some extent that was really helpful and then just other practical things of um, yeah like just before going to bed making sure where your thoughts are in a positive way um, and doing different things that can help just bring a positive end to a day before you sleep will improve your sleep which then automatically improves the next day. (laughs) Just lots of little practical things that are very useful. And yeah, my mental health has definitely been a lot better because of those things.
0: Yeah, yeah, Yeah. it's really cool, man, really cool. So you finished Deep Clean, um, and I think for me, the reason I share your story so frequently is not necessarily uh, what happened with porn and masturbation, although the improvement was, I would say pretty stark in that department, but it's more about what happened, kind of this, this transformation inwardly that yeah. then start to manifest itself outwardly. And sometimes that, that takes a little bit of time. You know, it's down the road where guys will reach out to me after the program and say, Hey, um, you know, X, Y, Z happened. I finally got into a relationship or my marriage has really improved. I can see the difference now. Or, you know, some of these things take time. It, that wasn't the case for you. Um, I would say the shift happened um, pretty quickly. Uh, specifically with your involvement at the church and the way people were seeing you in leadership and all that kind of stuff. Uh, yeah. Touch on that a little bit, what what happened?
1: Yeah, um, I mean, the, the change was internal initially and it was really just that shame that you, I'd lived in for 20 years. Um, that shame just lifted and it enabled me to think very differently about myself. And just being free from that and being able to actually now start looking at myself more positively and seeing some of the things that I'm actually capable of doing. Okay, there's still um, still things. Everyone still struggles and everyone's still got problems. But just that was just, yeah, like we talked earlier about the hypocrisy, that shame was all connected with that and that being lifted um, just enabled me to feel like, hey, I actually have things I can say. I have things to offer other people. And that was an internal thing. But at the same time, I was also experiencing people at church coming up to me and saying, hey, um, would you mind meeting with me for coffee? I want to share some such and such with you. Like, and people were starting to reach out to me, um, which was confirming to me that there was this shift in me. Yeah. And, and I feel free to respond to that and to actually be able to support them in their, their situations and reach out to them. That's amazing. Uh, yeah. And
0: was was that happening prior? Like, would people reach out to you? Um, I
1: I don't think so. But again, it may it may have happened to some extent, but I wasn't in a mental position to be able to like feel like yeah, well, I'm going to be able to help you. I I probably push it aside. But so so yeah. I, but I do feel like the internal shift within me through doing the course was evident externally as well and, and I think that's partly why people felt like they could come to me.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so it's a, it's kind of twofold there isn't it? It's the yeah. there's a part of it where it's like yeah, people see the difference and there's kind of this attraction to the leadership calling that's been on your life since day 1 but maybe was yeah. masked a little bit by the struggle and the shame that came with it, but then the other side of it which is when people come to you you actually feel like I have something to offer. It's it's just having that confidence. Yeah. And not yeah. having to second guess yourself or, or worry about coming across as you know someone with a double life or uh, whatever yeah. it might be, so that's that's really amazing and and that that is really why Deep Clean exists. It's not about getting people for your porn nearly as much as it's about men finding their calling and walking in it yeah. without any of the shame or any of the hiddenness that can come from a struggle with porn. So um, yeah. I I just remember being over the moon and and I still remember that session before you even told me about everything that had happened, um, I remember looking at Stuart and, you know, there's a, a different guys on the screen, but I remember looking at you and being like, whoa, something's different. You know, you could kind of see the change even in your face and just the way you were conducting yourself. And I think that's the power of really, um, as you alluded to at the beginning, letting the truth go from your head to your heart. It It inevitably changes the way you look and the way people uh, experience you and perceive you. So it, it's an amazing story, man. And when you finished the course, I remember thinking like I, I would like to get this guy involved here, um, but of course Deep Clean was was grassroots at that stage, and and I didn't have much to offer. But I think I I planted maybe a little bit of a seed like Hey, if I you know if I ever have some opportunities, would you be interested? And you said yes, and uh, I didn't know what to what to make of that. But then the time did come where I was ready to raise up uh, another coach to join my team, and you were top of my list, and you you humbly. Uh, accepted and and agreed to do it. and I, I remember being really uh, excited about that. And uh, excited for two reasons. One is because uh, you had gone through the program, so you understood it well. But two is I knew that giving you this opportunity was actually gonna help you walk further into the calling that is on your life. And I knew helping men was a huge part of what you wanted to do. and it's it's a huge part of what our, a lot of our clients want to do. For most of them, they they are thinking about the other guys that they know they can set free when they experience freedom themselves. So um, to transition just a little bit from your story now to kind of what you've been doing the last two years here in Deep Clean, um, what are some of the things that you've really, I guess, picked up along the way that have been helpful for the guys that you've been working with? What, what seems to be really effective? Yeah. Um,
1: I really think that A large number of the guys just find it so kind of supportive, I guess is the right word, just to have that group of people that are in the same place as them on, on slightly different places in the journey, but essentially on the same journey on the same path. Mm -hmm. Um, And just having the opportunity to talk things through. um, Yeah. Thinking like thinking about, each week there's a group of guys there and there's all often there's one or two guys who've just had a really tough week and others who've had a strong week. And you could think, well, that might make you feel if you've had a tough week and others are doing well, well, I'm going to, it's going to make it feel worse for me to come and be honest, but actually just the camaraderie of the the guys on, on these calls, I think people are still making the choice to, to join the call, even if they've had a tough week, because there's that support. Yeah. Um, That is huge Um, because, yeah, if you're on your own or just in a very small group without that support, the the danger is when you had a a tough week, you're going to shy away and and try and hide. (laughs) But the guys are still coming back because they know there's that support. And in a few weeks' time, the tables might have turned a bit. They'll be having a better week and can offer that support um, and that encouragement to others. And that's been huge just to see the the kind of brotherhood, as it were, (laughs) on these calls with the guys.
0: Yeah, it's, it's amazing. And it's funny that you, you mentioned that because I remember the first time I, I let you run one of these calls and, and for me, that's like trusting somebody else with your baby, you know, it's a bit of a scary thing to do. And uh, and so I was very curious to listen to the recording afterwards. And I I remember just being shocked at, I would say, the level of comfort the guys felt with you and the way they were sharing. And I kind of realized in my in my, I guess my head just they there's something about having a leader who's actually been through the program that's different than having a leader who created the program you know I think people just related with you differently and, and when I saw that I realized oh this is not just about training people up so that you know I get uh, an evening free every once in a while this is actually adding value to the guys to have a mixture of leadership and somebody that um you know they can kind of relate to on a bit more of a peer level while still being that that leader. So you've done that really masterfully. Um, I'm kind of curious, on the other side, what would you say is maybe a, a common mistake that you see guys making? Um, I've thrown some pretty intense one-on-one cases your way as well, just because uh, I don't have a lot of space in my own calendar. And so you've taken that on and, uh, and done a really good job with those guys also. So between that and the groups and you know just the different things, um, is there anything that you see uh, as a, a classic sort of rookie mistake maybe that uh, that people could avoid in the future
1: i guess i don't don't think i've seen it as a huge mistake that people make but something that kind of comes up is i think there can be people can have a a, a season that's much freer and then when they do make a slip when they when they just get back into a in a difficult situation again and are making less healthy choices there can be, it can really deflate them. And it's understandable because I've been there myself. But yeah, I think the the thing always to realize is that just by the very choice to be involved in a course and to be connected with other guys and to be honest about where you're struggling, that says so much about each person's character and determination. And the whole thing is a journey. It's a process and it's going to be with highs and lows. It's going to be with successes and And moments that seem like failures, but they're actually all part of the success and the journey. And so I think that's the thing that is really helpful just to encourage people when they are going through a slightly difficult season, just to look back and see the commitment they've already made to find freedom by enrolling on a course like this um, and just the progress they've already made. Um, And, yeah, I think that's that's a mistake that a mistake. I wouldn't necessarily say the word mistake, but an area where some people can come a little bit uh, kind of s- stuck in their yeah. journey because um yeah there's this hope that it's a kind of a quick fix three weeks of the course and you'll be sorted for life but um and, and I think for some people they have much more success early on than others but actually the the journey and the process of learning those things and even going through a difficult season separate from the course but just in life and still battling through and finding freedom in those difficult seasons that can actually kind of give a, a greater foundation for, for future freedom for people. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's beautifully said. And I, I love hearing you talk about it, man. I can just see your passion coming through. It's, uh, it's really amazing. And it, it actually reminded me that when you started coaching, uh, the only groups we had running were in the evenings. And so the evenings here, my time is like two or three in the morning, your time. So you are getting up in the wee hours of the night. And uh, I don't know if you're drinking an espresso or something to give yourself a little jolt and then running these calls. So your, your commitment and your passion to helping guys get free of porn is just, uh, it's incredible and, and really remarkable. And I, that's where I want to land today. It, Stuart, you're, you're talking to guys out there who maybe, um, have not made that decision yet to commit to a program. Maybe some guys haven't even talked to anybody about it. They're just they're just sort of getting started on their journey. What would you say to somebody who's who's thinking about you know taking that next step, whether it's reaching out to somebody for the first time, whether it's signing up with a program after trying a couple other things that maybe weren't as uh, highly uh, commitment involved? Uh, what what would be your number one piece of advice to, to somebody who's looking to to make a next step but maybe a bit hesitant?
1: Yeah, I think before you make a step like that. There's definitely this feeling very often in most guys, just feeling alone and feeling like you're the only person in your your friendship group. You're the only person in your church. You're the only person sometimes you feel like in the world who's struggling with those things. (laughs) Uh, And as long as you stay alone in that, you're going to continue to feel like you're alone. And so just the very step of actually reaching out is so important because you discover very quickly that you are not alone. It's a a much wider spread problem um, than most people are aware of. And it's also a problem that with others around you, you have great potential to become completely free. Um, Just the support of other people is just so significant. Yeah, And so, yeah, if anyone is feeling like they're just not sure whether to reach out, You've got nothing to lose by reaching out and everything to gain, really.
0: Yeah, yeah, really well said, man. Stuart, you're an inspiration. I think you've already inspired a lot of guys uh, before we did this interview, you know, through Deep Clean. And I'm so proud of you, man. You've um, you fought the good fight. You know, it's not like you just finished the course and moved on. It's been amazing to see you plug in and continue to pursue more and more freedom. And I, I often say that freedom is not a binary. It's not that one day you're free. Uh, the next day you're not, or vice versa. It's it's really a spectrum, and and what happens with time is that you eventually reach that place where you're not turning to porn, you're not turning to masturbation, whatever else. But even then, we still continually work on our freedom, don't we, to to be transformed into the likeness of Christ and become more of the people that we're made to be. So um, you've exemplified that so well, man. And uh, it's just it's a privilege to have you on the team. Thank you so much for sharing today. You're welcome. It's been a pleasure. Hey everybody, Cynthia here and thanks so much for listening to this interview with Stuart. I'm not sure if you can tell, but I'm like a proud parent almost as I talk to this guy. Um, I just feel like it's been, I'll, I've just got to watch him transform, you know, and see God do an incredible work in his life. And that is really what Deep Clean is all about. And I mentioned it in the interview, but you know, Deep Clean is, is about so much more than uh, freedom from an addiction. It really is about men discovering their purpose in life and running it, running after it with all their heart, soul, mind, and strength. And Stuart is just the perfect example of that. So if you want to connect with Stuart, you can reach out uh, through, through us, through our organization. Uh, we, we've protected him personally that way. Um, but you're welcome to reach out that way. And if you'd like to get on um, a free strategy call with me or somebody on our team, it'll likely be me actually these days. That's kind of how they're rolling. Uh, then you can go to my website, go to the coaching tab, and, uh, and then just follow to the bottom. You're gonna to have to watch a video, and we just we do that video to make sure that this is something that you're actually interested in because uh, we don't wanna waste your time with a phone call if it's not. But if everything looks good in the video and you're really ready to, to make that next step, you know, you've had enough and you don't wanna cause any more pain in your own life or in the, the lives of your loved ones, uh, then go ahead, follow those steps, book a call. I'd love to speak with you and would love to just devise a strategy for you to get completely free of porn addiction and for you to run after your dreams just like Stewart did. Guys, thanks so much for listening. I hope you have an amazing day. We'll talk soon, bye-bye. Thanks for listening to The New Man Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, you can share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest, please sign up for the weekly newsletter at www.sathiasam.com or follow on Instagram at sathiamesam. Thanks again and see you next time.